honest information about living a healthy lifestyle on RadioMD.com. It's time for Naturally Savvy with natural visionary Andrea Donsky and health journalist Lisa Davis. Hi, I'm Lisa Davis. My wonderful co-host Andrea is off today. Well, we'd all like to be happier and there are ways to find more joy every day. And here to talk about this is Sonia Lubomirsky, PhD. She's a professor of psychology at the University of California, Riverside. Hello, Dr. Lubomirsky. I knew I would. I'm trying my best. I'll let you. Hello, Sonia. <laughs> Hello, and it's a pleasure to be here. It's great to have you on. Okay, I understand that there was a survey recently done by the Ready Whip Brand Commission, which really looked at the current state of joy in the U.S. for its hashtag Share the Joy campaign. Tell us what the survey found. It's it was really interesting. So um, so Ready Whip and I kind of developed the survey to. Um, to ask people, uh, average Americans, uh, there were about a thousand Americans that were asked uh, about their experiences of joy. And what was surprising about the results is that um, only two out of five Americans said that they experienced enough joy in their lives, and 93% said that they are, you know, looking, they would like to find more ways to experience joy. So I would say that it suggested quite a joy deficit in our culture. Now, as a psychologist, did you find that surprising or were you like, yeah, that sounds about right? Yeah, I, I found it surprising because uh, previous research had shown that Amer- um, that Americans are pretty happy, you know, most of the time. Um, and so I, I think that um, I guess there's, there's sort of more people want to be happier, more joyful than I thought. Now, fortunately, there's lots of research that shows um, sort of suggest ways that we can find joy in our lives. Um, and it's, uh, you know, it's about sort of not overlooking those opportunities uh, every day, um, you know, what, what we can do kind of on a daily basis to find more joy. We'll share some of those with us. Sure. Um, so I guess I would say that the, there are three techniques or tips for finding more joy that the research has shown to be really effective, and those are kind of the, the ones that I, w- I would want to um, tell you about. So the first is really is pretty straightforward, and it's to kind of relish your everyday experiences, ordinary experiences. You know, we're all so busy. You know, we have a lot of stress. We're trying to balance, you know, our kids, our jobs, our parents. Um, And so we tend to kind of rush through those kind of everyday moments. So whether it's just, I don't know, really like savoring that your favorite song, you know, on your way to work or sharing something with your friends, your family. You know, I have little kids and, you know, we'll, we'll make something special. Like they love strawberries. We'll, we'll share the strawberries. We'll put some whipped cream on it. We'll, they, they love sweets, you know, um, uh, sort of savoring those, those everyday experiences. It could even be like the warmth of the sun on your shoulders. Um, so that's one. Um, another one is reminiscing with friends about like those really happy times in the past, maybe a, a vacation that you, that you had that you really loved, um, maybe an old friend you shared that you lost touch with. You sort of talk to your friends and family about that. And then speaking of friends and family, sharing and like really nurturing your relationships is critical. So lots of research shows that relationships are key to happiness. So anything you can do to strengthen your, your relationships with your family, your friends, your partner, your kids uh, is going to bring more joy to you. It's going to make you happier. Oh, yeah, I do all those. You know, when you're Great. speaking of relishing ordinary experiences, mm-hmm. so I don't eat pasta. It's going to sound funny, but I don't eat pasta very often, okay? It's like I'm okay. kind of more of the paleo type. My body just does better with that. So, you know, I don't eat a lot of grains or a lot of starches. And so last night, I actually let myself, I made, I have had this great, it was like a quinoa corn, uh, brown rice, uh, amaranth pasta, which is really good. And I made this uh-huh. incredible sauce with grass-fed beef and lots of garlic and tomatoes and oregano and the whole nine yards. 
And I didn't usually I'll catch up on email or I'll do some work. And I just sat there with nothing and I just ate and I closed my eyes and like experienced every bite. And it was wonderful. And I noticed (sighs) I didn't eat as much either. Right. And so that mindful eating or being really present in your experiences. Exactly. And this is what we call savoring or relishing where you're really um, and savoring the senses. Right. So it's the taste, the texture, you know, the smell, the touch, um, it's really, it's really amazing. It's amazing, like how little we do that because we tend to kind of rush through things, or we're we're thinking about something else while we're eating. And you know, one more thing that research shows that really sharing that with someone else um, is even better, or maybe even telling, like you're telling me about it, and it makes you feel good to remember that, right? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that is true. You know, I have to say, everyone I know is so busy. I rarely see people in person, but there's an old friend that I've known. We've been best friends in seventh grade, but we lost touch. It was like 10 years. I don't know where she went. She just disappeared. And I still give her a hard time. Like, where'd you go? But anyway, she's back and she texts me like every single day. And I just get the biggest smile and we joke about the past and we talk about what's going on in the present and we'll talk on the phone too. But, I, you know, she lives across the country, but I still feel this amazing happiness after I've interacted with her. And you see that, that, that those are like, the, that's exactly kind of what research shows, that like the really enjoying those little moments, you know, they can really give you that boost. Um, and that boost, you know, makes you happier, but it's, but it's more than just about feeling good. You know, research shows that when you have that kind of boost of joy, you'll, you might be more creative. Your immune system is, is bolstered when you have those like little boosts of joy. You'll actually might be healthier and you'll have better health habits. You know, happier people practice better health habits. So, so it's kind of like a, what we call an upward spiral. You know, those little boosts of joy add up and you share them with others and then you become a happier person. You become healthier. Your relationships are better. Um, again, kind of like in this upward spiral. Definitely. You know, I'm a dog fanatic and everyone's probably rolling their eyes. Oh my goodness. She's talking about her new dogs again, but we had to put our beloved 15 year old dog Bobo down in uh, in the summer and it was devastating. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I was like, I have to get new dogs. It doesn't mean I don't miss them. I'm grieving, et cetera. So we got these beautiful, my husband calls them vanilla labs because they're like kind of white and creamy colored brothers Mm -hmm. or almost two. And I can't Mm -hmm. even tell you the relationship with them and watching my daughter who was just terrified of dogs now squeezing their heads and kissing them every day. And we all go out as a family to the woods every weekend. And it's just this amazing. So I think you can have fantastic relationships with your pets. And that's super nurturing, too. Yeah, absolutely. That's that's a wonderful example. You know, when, when, when we talk about relationships and how important they are to happiness, it's not just about human relationships. It's uh, pets are absolutely um, actually sometimes bring more joy to people than than, than humans. Right. <laughs> they're not judgmental. You know, they're they're sort of non-contingent love for you, for us, uh, for unconditional love. So absolutely, all kinds of relationships, when we nurture them, we strengthen them, it makes us happier. That's true. So why do you think so many people did score as not, or not score, but sort of report as not being happy? You think they're yeah. just not doing these things? Um, well, that's what they said. They basically, that um, the majority kind of, they knew what they had to do. So for example, the majority uh, said that like sharing joy with others was something that the, they, they, they would make their happiness even more intense, but but that most of them didn't actually do that. They didn't take the time to do it. And again, I think it is really kind of that the culture we live in that we're constantly multitasking, multitasking, we're on all the different devices and we're busy and we're balancing so many things that we just sort of don't stop and smell the roses. We kind of overlook those daily opportunities to experience joy and to share it with others. And we just have to sort of resolve to do that more. We really do. When did you know that you wanted to uh, be a professor of psychology? <laughs> you know, I think it was actually in college. Like when I, 
when I, um, I, I had these professors, some of them were amazing, and they're not, they weren't even in psychology. I had this Shakespeare professor who just was brilliant, and I remember just looking at her thinking, I want to be her. Yeah, I want to stand on that stage. Um, but, but doing research is really fun. It's very creative, and you're, you're constantly kind of setting your own questions to ask, and uh, you kind of have control over your time. So um, I love it. It's a great job. Oh, that is so nice. Yeah, it seems like it'd be fun to be a professor and be a really interesting experience and get to listen to different views from young people and shape their minds and all that good stuff. Right. And research shows that what's, what's something that's really important to happiness is novelty and surprise and variety. And so if what you do, whether it's your job or your hobbies, if it's kind of like the same thing every day, then you get bored, you know, you kind of lose meaning. Um, and so any kind of work or hobby, um, that involves like, you know, different things, uh, surprising. Sometimes you surprise, sometimes you do spontaneous things. So when there's, there's novelty, you know, when you have new students every year, they're always sort of asking different questions. And so there's so that novelty kind of helps you um, kind of maintain happiness. Well, we definitely want to have you back. Give us your website. Sure. Well, um, uh, before I do, um, the, you can also join the conversation on hashtag share the joy um, oh, or the readywhip.com website. And my own website is, um, well, I guess the easiest one to remember is drsonia.net. So you, no one has to spell my last name, which is really long, um, drsonia.net. <laughs> well, I can't wait to have you back, Dr. Sonia. I want to thank everyone for listening. You can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Your Radio MD and at Naturally Savvy. Thanks for listening again and stay well.